Hi there. You've reached the Woman Inspired Podcast. This is Karen. How may I help you? <laughs> yes, this is the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm glad you're joining me today. Hopefully, you will enjoy this podcast. But more than that, I hope and pray you have a deeper understanding today about our topic, which is a couple parts of the armor of God, the breastplate and the belt of truth to be precise. But before we pick up that armor to inspect it and find out what it does for us, I'd like to encourage you to write down this website address, accessmore.com, A-C-C-E-S-S-M-O-R-E dot com. <laughs> yeah, I know you can spell, but if you haven't heard of them, I'm sorry, because you need to know about them. Yep, accessmore.com, it really is the safe space to go searching for all kinds of new podcasts. Well, I mean, some of them aren't new. Some of them are old, but they might be new to you. They have new, old, innovative, traditional, modern, up-to-date, really enjoyable podcasts of all kinds on accessmore.com. And you'll find everything from theology to education, entertainment, and more. I don't think you will be disappointed. I know that I'm not. When I go out there and look, they have some awesome stuff. So please do hop on out to accessmore.com after this episode of the Woman Inspired Podcast, of course. All right, we'll start our, our episode like we do all our episodes with some pod quotes. The first one is straight from the Bible. Second Thessalonians 3.3 3 says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. The next quote is from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. As long as we let the word of God be our only armor, we can look confidently into the future. I love that one. All right. Uh, this one is by Stormy O'Martian. And I don't know if that's a Martian or, or a Martian because I've seen people or heard people say it both ways. But anyway, Stormy, great quote. Here it is. The Bible would not have told us to take up the whole armor of God in order to withstand evil if evil could have been withstood without doing that. That is so true. And I love it. We have to remember that, right? So the other day, I saw a news article about a police officer who ended up in the middle of gunfire after pulling a car over on the side of the road. Now, this happened, I don't know, a few years back, though I don't recall what year. But during this incident, he'd pulled a car over and the driver was belligerent. He was angry that he got pulled over, I'm guessing. I believe the article said he'd been drinking, too. So the officer asked him to get out of the car and the driver did. But when he got out of the car, he started yelling and screaming, kind of confronting the police officer. And in the back of the car was a child. The child started crying and screaming. I'm sure the child was afraid. So the man ran around the car, like kept running around it, like he was ranting and raving. And the officer called for backup and then asked the man to get down on his hands and knees and just to calm down. Instead of doing that, the man pulled a gun out of his pants or out of his pocket or something and pulled it onto the officer. So in the meantime, the child gotten, had gotten out of the car and ran towards the police officer crying. The man started shooting, and so the officer dove in the air to shield the child from the bullets. And then he grabbed the child and hid behind the car. He was shielding the child as the man kept shooting at them. Now, I don't know what the situation was. I stopped reading at some point and just prayed uh, just for a blessing over them. But the officer had saved the child's life. It was the whole gist of it. And he used his bulletproof vest and his body 
and then the car as a shield to protect the child. And I thought to myself first, wow, you don't hear enough about stories like this anymore. I mean, this was a good old fashioned news article from I don't know when. And now the stories tend to focus on the criminal, the gunman, his issues, feeling sorry for the person. And, and, and in some ways we should, I understand that, but they don't focus on the hero and the position that he was in. Because in my opinion, the officer is a hero. God forbid he hadn't pulled that car over. Whose child was that? And what would have happened to her? They couldn't say because this was a juvenile, right? And I also thought, if ever there was any modern day form of armor, the bulletproof vest is surely part of it. I know that first responders, undercover agents, and military people all use some sort of armor to protect their chest area from weapons of the enemy. And in today's world, armament like this is vital for first responders and vital for soldiers and armor for us is vital as well. We live in a physical and spiritual war zone, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> We're at war for our spiritual lives, not just our physical lives at times. We're at war for our thoughts, our bodies, our families, and at war to keep the truth being told. But what, what can we do about that? What can we do about that war? We can't stop it. No, we can't. We wish, right? But we're still in that war nonetheless, no matter how much we wish, wish and hope and pray it weren't so. Over the past six months, I've talked about the armor of God on this podcast in a few different episodes. And today we're talking about the last two pieces we haven't talked about. Um, but these very well may be two of the most important pieces of armor. Ephesians 6.14 says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. I recently read some commentary on the breastplate of righteousness, and I wanted to share it with you. This is from the Grand Canyon University blog. In the armor of a Roman soldier, the breastplate served as protection from some of the most for some of the most important parts of the body. Underneath the breastplate is the heart, lungs, and other organs necessary for life. Therefore, if a soldier did not wear his breastplate, he was vulnerable to an attack that could result in instant death. So why does Paul call it the breastplate of righteousness? It's kind of an odd thing to think of, isn't it? How will righteousness protect us? And, and can we just put on righteousness like it's clothing? Really? Is it that easy? Here's the thing. If we do not protect ourselves with righteousness, meaning walking upright, we open ourselves up to attack from the enemy that can be fatal spiritually. And in our walk on this journey, on this purpose, uh, path of purpose that we have, that we're supposed to walk with the Lord, it's vital. Okay, so you know how I had to, to I, you know me. Okay, if you haven't, <laughs> let me back up with that. If you've heard this podcast before, you know me well enough to know I have to look up the meaning of words and share them with you. Um, and if you're new to me and new to this podcast, welcome. I'm a walking dictionary. All right. So, <laughs> and if I don't know it, I'm going to try really hard to look it up and find it out. So there are a few different definitions and meanings to the word righteousness, especially here in this case. Number one, it, righteousness is to means to be right in God's eyes or to live right, to have right thinking and right choices. But the kicker is that means right according to what God says, 
not right according to what your own thinking is, to what the Lord, to what the world says, to what evil says. It means right thinking, right living, right choices or righteousness according to what God says is right. To be righteous means to obey God's commandments and live in a way that is honorable to him. Okay, totally different than the 80s surfer and valley girl, righteous dude. Um, so if you're a certain age, it may be hard for you to write over that saying in your brain, but you can do it. It took me a while to do it because every time I hear the word righteous, I think righteous dude, but you can do it. We can get, we can kick that out of there and think about the breastplate of righteousness, dude. <laughs> no. So, so when you hear about the breastplate of righteousness, do you think about it protecting your heart and vital organs like an actual Roman soldier's breastplate did? I think the imagery here is super important because it shows us that in righteousness, there is protection from fatal spiritual blows. So in right living, in right thinking, according to what God says is right, there is protection from fatal spiritual blows. If we live outside the Lord, think about it, it could truly be eternally fatal. A spiritual death is far worse than a physical one. You're talking eternal death there. This righteousness, though, God's holiness and perfection, it comes to us through Jesus's death and resurrection on the cross, because without his death and resurrection, we would not have the opportunity to have right living. We would not have the opportunity to live righteously. That is not something that we should take lightly. Crosswalk.com says righteousness doesn't mean saying a prayer once and then going on with our lives as though nothing has changed. Justification comes through a one-time commitment to Christ. Sanctification, the act of God shaping us to become more like him, happens over a lifetime. That's where righteous living comes into play. So in order to live honorably and in a way that God wants us to, we have to know how he wants us to live. So we have to read the Bible, study his word, be in prayer in relationship with him and know what the truth of his word is. What does the word say? What does God say right living is? Right now you can Google a question or a topic and find dozens of commentary, dozens of different answers on what it is you're looking up. But how do you know which one is the truth? Churches today all have different versions of what they say the truth is, what way we should or shouldn't live and what they say God condones or doesn't condone. But let me share something with you. We also have been given the truth in the word of God. And as part of our spiritual armor outlined to us in Ephesians, we have the truth. We have been given the belt of truth. See, there is no your truth, my truth, their truth. We all have different experiences. We all have, all have different opinions, but there is only one truth and that's the truth. And that's another part of the armor of God. And here's the interesting thing. When soldiers put on their armor, they first had to put on the belt before they could put on the breastplate. Why? Because the armor was heavy, around 70 pounds. And much of that weight was in the breastplate. In order for the breastplate to be held up and to stay in place during battle, it had to partially rest on the belt. The belt literally helped hold up the breastplate. The breastplate, arguably the most important part of a soldier's armor, because one blow to the chest or, or an arrow or a bullet to the chest and the soldier could fall or die. But the breastplate could not be worn without first wearing the belt that helped hold it up. 
So spiritually speaking about this amazing armor that God gave us, the breastplate of righteousness cannot be utilized without it resting on the belt of truth. You cannot know the fullness of righteousness and right living and right thinking in the Lord without first knowing the truth. Righteousness depends on the truth. The truth is not merely something dished up in a Sunday service or even on a, in a podcast like this. Yes, I share biblical truths and I pray over everything I share and write and say, as do most churches, but seeking and knowing the truth is also your responsibility. It's an action. It's something that we have to do as individuals, as children of God. We aren't given this spiritual armor when we're born, when we get involved in a church or because we're children of God. Merely with that, we're given this armor as a gift, as protection, as something we're told is vital to our spiritual living and to our protection when we accept the Lord, when we believe in him and love him. But it says we have to pick it up. We have to clothe ourselves with it. We have to choose to use it. God is not going to thrust it upon us or force us to use it. So first you have to pick it up. So you have to pick up and put on the truth and then you can clothe yourself with righteousness. I, I have to ask you this. What's getting in the way of you living the, the way that God wants you to? Is there something or someone who is derailing your efforts to have a breastplate of righteousness to, to keep you from picking it up? Is it your past, your present or fear of the future? Are you supported by a church, a, a denomination, or a Bible study group that encourages you to seek the truth, uh, to pick up that belt of truth and hoist up that righteous living? Or are you hanging out with the same old friends and people doing that same old thing you know you shouldn't be doing that's affecting your walk with the Lord, that's affecting your ability to be protected? All the while crying out to God, asking why he hasn't protected you, why he lets you get into difficult situations and get hurt. And yet you aren't using the armor that he gave you. Does that describe your life? It may not. I hope it doesn't, but it might been there, lived that you're walking around spiritually naked or even trying to use other things to protect yourself, like putting blinders on to what's going on in the world. So it doesn't hurt so much. So you don't have to worry about it so much, but that's not going to protect you. Even though you've been given the opportunity to sharpen your discernment and walk in the truth, you're not using it. Are you just going with the flow? No matter where the flow takes you without seeking the truth? Maybe just maybe you're one of those people who has lived a certain way with certain traditions and beliefs most of your life. But not because you sought out the truth and you actually believe in those traditions and believe in that church or that denomination or that interpretation, but because it was easier to keep your head in the sand and blinders on and let other people's words and religious traditions supposedly protect you. Or maybe you fear something outside of what you've always done and always known and you fear, fear rejection from the very people, the family, friends, and loved ones who are keeping you from the truth of God's word. Because at least with them you fit in. Do you fear rejection more than you fear God? More than you love God? Then I can say with sincerity, I doubt you're wearing the armor of God and wholeheartedly, sadly, have to say you are probably not protected like you could be and should be if that's the case for you. Here's the thing. In order to truly live a righteous life, we have to live as the Lord says, as God's word says, not how religious dogma and man-made traditions dictate that we live. Now, how fearful of rejection are we? It could 
if you are fearful of rejection, it could dictate how you live. We have to live not how our family says, or our religious community says, or fear says, or as, you know, even as well, well-meaning as some of them are, we can't live that way and be protected. It is up to each one of us to seek out the truth of who the Lord is and what the word of God actually says about how we're supposed to live. Because really, you know, there are loads of things attributed to the Bible that are not actually in the Bible, right? Loads of them, lots of them. I need to do a podcast episode on that. And I think I probably will coming up, but we have to read the word of God ourselves to know how to live. And then when we do, when we have his truth solidly wrapped around us, then we can pick up that breastplate of righteousness that causes us to not just want to live a righteous, godly life, but know how to live a righteous, godly life. We can't just desire it. We have to learn how to do it and then do it. We have to apply it, which protects us from foes and foolishness. It, it lightens our loads. It illuminates our paths. So we stumble and fall far less than we would have without that armor so that we can not just be protected, but be sanctified and sanctified means to be set apart and holy. Are you wondering if God actually protects you? I've had those doubts at times in my life too, because like many of us, I've been hurt. My heart has hurt. My spirit has ached, but I know that others, they'd have free will just like I do. And sadly, some people take their free will to hurt other people, sometimes purposefully and sometimes accidentally, but it happens. That's part of living a life of freedom and a life of freedom in the Lord. I believe what it says in Proverbs 30 verse five, though, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. I can't fathom how much more pain I would have had in my life so far if I didn't have God's protection. If I didn't have his armor and how much more trouble would I have been dragged into or tempted to get in the middle of or created for myself? How much more pain would my heart have gone through without God's protection? And here's the thing. I have no idea whatsoever what God has protected me from that I couldn't see. I don't know what arrows were shot my way, maybe straight at my heart intended to be emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or physically fatal, but they never reach me because as a child of God, I have the protection of the Lord. I may never know, but I know there are many times that I can look back and see how God guided me on a detour or how he actually protected me uh, because I didn't know where I was going and what I was doing. And I can see how he protected me from something in that moment or when I looked back. But whether or not I see those signs of protection in the present or looking back or even not at all, I still have faith that he is protecting me. I know he does protect me and I have faith that if he said I'd need armor, then I need to pick it up. He said it for a reason and it's my job to pick up that armor and clothe myself with it, learn about it and use it. So I pray today that you will see the truth in God's word and how he wants you to live for yourself. Seek it out. And in doing so, I hope that you wrap that belt of truth right around you and then pick up the breastplate of righteousness so that you can walk out this life with purpose, protection, and sanctification as a child of God. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Woman Inspired Podcast. For more information about this podcast, you can hop on out to womaninspired.com.